Hello and welcome to Inspired to Be, the podcast that explores everything and anything that inspires you to become the greatest version you are meant to be. Are you ready? Let's get Inspired to Be. Hello and welcome back to the third Inspired to Be podcast episode, everyone. I'm so glad you're still here. So today I'm going to be doing a short episode on finding your way to happiness. They say people teach what they need to learn and that's so very true. I'm still learning and I'm still figuring out all the ways I can be my best, most happiest self. If you know me, you know that I have an obsession with books, especially of the nonfiction, self-help and health book variety. I've been reading a lot lately while in quarantine and I've been inspired to share some of the tips and awesome info that I've come across with you in my books. So how do we find happiness? Happiness is going to look different from me to you as different things make us happy. I'm more into health and fitness and art and all that stuff and other people will have other interests that don't necessarily include those things that I just mentioned. But there isn't one person that doesn't want to be happy. What we need to do to find happiness is to identify what actually makes us happy. And what we also need to identify are the things that make us unhappy, angry, bored, and unfulfilled. We also need to make and set goals that will allow us to take steps in the direction of our happiness. So the most important part of this whole process is to actually take action and stay consistent daily on your goals. And this, myself included, is the part where most people fail. However, if we're failing to take action, that means something isn't working. It means we need to identify what is keeping us from taking consistent daily action, and we need to address it. And failing is not necessarily a bad thing. So many people think it is, but it's actually a good thing. We need to reframe what we think failing is. Failing means that we are learning the best, most efficient way to do something. By failing, we see what doesn't work and we learn what does work. It doesn't mean that we quit and give up. For example, of the many, many different diets that I used to go on, uh, this has been repeated for years. So I would go on a strict diet. Then I would have a bad day, I would slip up and I would start binge eating almost everything in sight. And then I would feel like a complete failure and either I would quit or the number one thing that most people do is quit just for the time being and they start again on a magical day like Monday or like the beginning of the year or some other magical day like the beginning of the month to start again. And I don't know why we do it, but it doesn't make any sense. The best option when stuff like that happens would be to accept that you ate something not allowed on the diet and then move on. Uh, The best way is to drink tons and tons of water, cleanse it from your system, and then on your very next meal, just move on and eat clean. You don't have to wait for that magical restart day on some magical day on Monday. That just doesn't make sense. It does take practice, but we all do it. I've restarted things so many times, but you just have to stop and think in the moment, is this choice that I'm making right now 
going to bring me closer or further away from my goals and ultimately my happiness. And the best time to start anything or begin again is right where you are right now with what you already have. Stop wasting life. Each moment is precious and we're not getting the gift of time back. Once we've spent the time, it's gone forever. Life is not going to change unless we actually take action in the moment to make the change. Everyone actually already knows what to do. It's the follow-through that's difficult. In my reading, according to current research, a person's level of happiness is determined 50% 50 by genetics, 10 to 20% of your life circumstances are determined by things such as age, gender, ethnicity, marital status, income, health, occupation, and religion. And the great news is that the remainder of the percentage is totally under your control, and it's by how you think and act. Keyword here, act. So even though in life you may, may have been dealt a bad hand, you can still make the most of it by changing the way you think and act, and also some of the life circumstances that I mentioned earlier can also be changed, such, such as your marital status, income, health, and occupation. So practically 50% of your happiness is completely under your control, which is amazing news. And another interesting thing that I read in the book is that the more you remind yourself of certain goals, the more frequently you act on them, the easier it is to enforce the goal into your mind and subconscious mind. Of course, anything with practice, right? It becomes easier. Um, But these are also like setting little reminders throughout the house and throughout the day for yourself in order to reach your goals easier. So for example, a great idea if your goal is to get abs like mine would be visible abs. Sorry, everyone has abs, but um, I want visible abs. So a great idea would be to post pictures and quotes around the house. So for instance, I would post pictures of women with abs that I want to look like on my fridge door and around the house. And I could also post positive affirmations on my mirror, in the washroom, maybe in my car, in my agenda. And maybe I could hang an outfit on the back of the door that I don't currently fit in, but I would like to fit in again. So all of those reminders... Every time I look at them, I'm just constantly reminded of my goals. So it's constantly in the front of my mind. One thing to to, um, note about this, however, is that these little goals that we put up, like especially the ones on the fridge door, uh, we can become desensitized to them. So you do have to keep the reminders fresh and change the location of them every so often, maybe every month or so, or we end up just uh, ignoring all of the little, uh, the lady with abs on the fridge and uh, reaching for pizza anyways. Hey, don't keep junk in the house. We're not supposed to, but uh, I'm sure you already knew that. Anyways, jokes aside, I do recommend to grab a pen and a piece of paper and Just write down and answer these steps so that you can actually make a plan to get happier. Okay, so step one would be to figure out and write down what makes you happy and also what leaves you unhappy. Okay, and then step number two 
is to figure out what you need to do to add more of what makes you happy into your life and subtract what makes you unhappy from your life, or at least minimize the things that make you unhappy. Now, you're going to need to break these into little actionable steps that can be done each day, and it also has to be specific and measurable. I'm sure you've heard this before. I think it's called SMART, specific, measurable, action, uh, realistic, and timely. Um, So for example, if your goal is to eat more veggies, that's kind of vague. Now it's a good goal to have, but we're going to need to make it a SMART goal. So we're going to be specific and we're going to break it down into small daily actions. So for example... I want to eat more veggies would be broken down into I will eat one serving of veggies at two of my meals every single day. Now that's easier, right? So you have to go down your list of items and do this for each one. Um, and also too, just to avoid being overwhelmed, you can just start with maybe one to three goals that would make you happier to work on. And then work on it over a span of weeks or months and then just keep adding more goals on top once you've mastered the ones you've already worked on. Then before you know it, if you keep it up, one year from now, you won't even recognize yourself. And that's in such an awesome way. The last and most important step, step number three, is to take action daily. So Nike said it best, just do it. If you don't take the time to complete the daily action steps that you have set for your goals, you're never going to reach them. I'm just being realistic here. It's our moment-to-moment choices that determine the life we live. If you want to see results, you do have to do the work. There's no magic pill, no coach, or anything that's going to get you where you want to be except for you. No one can do the work for you. I don't care if you've hired the most expensive personal celebrity trainer and meal planner. They can lead you the right way to the pond, but they can't force you to actually drink the water. That's up to you. And you know what? You will never have enough free time. You're going to have to make the time. If you want something bad enough, you will make it one of the top priorities on your to-do list even if that means sacrificing some of the other things you enjoy temporarily. There really are no excuses. In the words of Yoda, do or do not, there is no try. And I'll leave you all with that. So I truly hope that I've inspired you a bit today to search for your happiness, passion, and fulfillment and minimize the other things that drain you. And I hope you're going to take action and reach for your wildest goals. Please don't wait. Start now. See you soon. Thank you for listening to the Inspired to Be podcast by yours truly, Lindsay. Be sure to follow me on Instagram at inspired.tobe, spelled T-O-B-E, or on Facebook to access weekly inspiring and informative content. If you can take one second to share, subscribe, rate, and or leave a positive review I would be forever grateful. See you on the next episode. Bye for now.